What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
It's I, the one, the only, Roberto Negro. And this is the Roberto Negro show. And it's only for boys and girls, children above the age of 18. If you're under the age of 18, don't listen. Don't listen. Maybe if you had parental consent, you know, and they and they they signed a fucking waiver or something. Maybe. But if that doesn't happen, god damn it. Turn off the show now. I want to start out by saying I've never eaten jizz. I've never had, I've never eaten jizz. I've never had, I've never had jizz, semen, shot in my mouth. I've never even tasted my own jizz. I've never, gotten a snowball, never even made out with a woman after she's ingested my jizz. I have just been told it's salty. That That's it. That's all we know is that it's salty. And I'm sure we've all smelled a good load. Not from someone else, but from ourselves. And it has a bleachy smell. Now, you're saying to yourself... Rob, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? We want to hear about deathmatch message board drama. We want to hear about Schlack's big show that he's got this weekend. XPW2. <laughs> we want to hear about who you're bringing from over at the pond. We want to hear. We don't have time for jizz talk. Well, let me let me just say this. I am so fucking hungry. Okay? I'm so fucking hungry. Okay? That I consumed And I'm looking at the package. 5.6 ounces. 
of extra salt pumpkin seeds. Normally, and I love pumpkin seeds, normally it's a slow process. You have some pumpkin seeds, but but I'm so fucking hungry that I literally ate this entire bag. Five ounces of pumpkin seeds while the show intro was going on. And my mouth is so fucking raw and salty that I could only imagine that this is what a woman's mouth must feel like and 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 it must taste like when she has like 9 to 10 guys just fucking dumping load after load after load after load right in their mouth not a drop missing just load after fucking load not even in the eyes it's like an old extreme associate video where we put the mouth clamp in their mouth and their mouth gets wedged open by this metal kind of contraption that doesn't let them close and each guy literally puts the head of their penis into their mouth into that woman's mouth so the load doesn't spurt over her head and every single drop goes right in her mouth that's what I'm thinking after the ninth or 10th guy, it feels like. Because I just ate five and a half ounces of pumpkin seeds in a minute and a half. I'm just saying. And I'm not sure how I could continue with the program. Because I'm so fucking thirsty. And my mouth is so funky. But I'm going to try. Because that's what I do on this show. You guys know it. You guys know it. I am here for you. Sick. Sad. Doesn't matter. The show must go on. Yesterday, I didn't feel good. Not only did we do the show, but I also did Drake Wartz's podcast. I, I, I Listen to me. I've been battling. I've been battling this sickness. I call it AIDS. I call it AIDS. We have jumped... The shark of being HIV positive, and it's just straight AIDS mixed with a little COVID. I'm just saying, I am here for you all. All I am here. <sighs> Anyways. Let me have a little drink. 
I have my BCAAs right now. So I drink that every morning so I could get big and strong like Schlack and Thomas Lattimore. So I could be gassed up, jacked up, and ready to go. So I got I got my BCA BCAA. Five grams of premium BCAAs. Helps me with energy endurance, recovery support, mental focus, and it's gluten free. Right here. Yep. Yep. Oh, Schlack's chiming in. A little brain branch chain amino acids. He had to tell us that. He's not just a gassed up monster. No. He's knowledgeable. I would say he's borderline genius. Borderline genius. I have big news. Now, the big news isn't happening until tomorrow, but it's big news. We will be joined tomorrow night by the one, the only, Hardcore Hillbilly. Tomorrow night, Hardcore Hillbilly will be joining us. And you're asking me why? Well, let me let me hype it up a little. He said I'm off tomorrow. You'll get a way better version of my story if I'm not at work. Worrying about what I say. Because remember, the XPW superstar is the manager of Dollar General. So I said, well, Hardcore Hillbilly. What is it? That you would like to tell the XPW universe. He said. I want to talk about Lindsay Snow. Giving me a tattoo. In the hotel room. At the last show. Because it's right up there. With the Cheesecake Factory story. I said oh. 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 I said, okay. I, I, I said, I'm, I'm going to... Well, actually, what I said was, when do you want to go on, you fat bastard? Tomorrow on Fun Friday? And he goes, yeah. I said, okay. And then he responded with, hell yeah. So, tomorrow, we will be joined... By the one and the only hardcore 
hillbilly who is going to give us a story that involves him, tattoo needles, and the great Lindsay Snow. I haven't even heard this story. This story escaped the boss. I mean, it it really escaped me because normally the crazy, wacky shit kind of trickles down. Loose lips sink ships. And I have yet, I have yet to be in an organization with the boys and girls where there's not loose lips. Because remember, even if you have two or three people that might know something, and one of those people inside that group gets mad at the other two people, well, guess what? Whatever that secret is, is getting out. Especially if it's in an organization where you have multiple people and everybody is jockeying for position. And if that loose lip can lodge somebody out of a position, oh, hell, it's coming out. Now, I'm not saying uh, the hardcore hillbilly story was a sinister story. And the fact that I didn't hear anything about it, I'm hoping that hardcore hillbilly is not building it up to the point where we're going to hear the story tomorrow and we're going to fucking hang up on him. We're going to hang up on him halfway through because it's fucking boring and it's fucking lame. Just throwing it out there. So hardcore hillbilly. You better practice your story on one of your fucking hillbilly friends. I know you got to have a pet rock or something like that. Hardcore hillbilly said, nah, it's a good story. It's good. All right. Well. (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, they might want a contingency plan tomorrow. Well, and it's funny, Hardcore Hillbilly, because I actually talked to the great Lindsay Snow tonight. Briefly. I try to talk to people as, 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 as brief as possible. Exactly. Hardcore said it popped all my home buddies. But we are all idiots though. Yeah, that's 100% right. All right. 
What do you want to get to? Should, should I give you? Should I give you a little a little breaking news on a um on a match that has been officially signed, sealed, and will deliver? And I gotta t- listen. I gotta tell you guys something on this, okay? I gotta tell you something on this. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that uh, Schlack is not a looker. I mean, he's you know with the missing teeth and the whole thing. He's. I mean, that guy's guy's like a fucking GQ model, okay? And Lattimore with the fucking. The perfect tan, almost too tan. I told Lattimore, I said, you, you're kind of dirty. You look dirty. <laughs> and then you, you're like so tan, you look fucking dirty. That's all I'm going to say. And then, of course, Drake with those beautiful veneers. Gorgeous veneers. His teeth are, are so perfect. Roman Reigns. Looked at him and went, you got some perfect fucking teeth, bro. And go figure, they are both together at the WWE for many years. Now, with that being said, and there's a lot of beautiful people. A lot of beautiful people in the XPW locker room might make a calendar. Like a men's calendar. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, wink, wink for the women. But we all know who would really be buying this calendar. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) But this guy that I'm bringing in, he sent me his, his promo pictures. I got to tell you. Got to tell you. If. If. I ever decided to. Cross into that. Side. You know. Maybe I was drunk. Real drunk. Almost passed out drunk. And high. Real high. And maybe I needed to earn a couple bucks. You know what I mean? Like there was definitely a monetary type attachment. Even if it was just, you know, $100. (laughs) Hundred dollars. There's a chance that this could be the guy. Like I said, I don't wanna you know I I don't wanna I don't wanna disparage all the other heart probs of XPW.
We're talking movie movie star looks here. Movie star looks. You guys want to know who it is? Are you ready? Are you are you ready? All right. Coming. 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 Okay. Come. 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 Come, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot of women weak in the knees, that's all I'm going to say, okay, a lot of, uh, a lot of women Weak in the knees. Coming. All the way across the pond. Making his first, his first. His first, yes, you could say it, because we at XPW do a lot of firsts. His first ever American appearance. First ever. American appearance coming to avenge avenge his fellow Englishmen and that being big fucking Joe. So, men's, get your fucking little chubby fingers ready. They're not even chubby. But just get your fucking fingers ready. Alright? Get your little fucking fingers ready. Your little your little sneaker-buying fingers. Because I know you like to pipe out. And get everybody all amped up. And I'm sure all the deathmatch board... Haters will just be like, oh, fucking XPW, fucking asshole. <laughs> Coming. All the way 
from England to avenge, avenge his brother-in-arms, one big fucking Joe, and that being Lou Newton, who will go one on one with Drake fucking Younger. Put it in your goddamn calendar. Pleasures of the flesh. Big Lou versus Drake Younger. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about a banger? You want to talk about a banger? Or as one of the many XPW haters has said, XPW doesn't have any, you know, stars or anything. Who do they got? They don't really got anybody. They don't have anyone. They gotta get some 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 wrestlers, you know, and then then maybe, but they don't have anybody. Look, look what look what look what ICW and H two O. Look, they got the Kirks. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? I know. I I use Lou's shoot name. But if you want to look up the work name, it's Lou Nixon. I mean, the guy looks like uh, the other Brit actor who was in The Irreverent. Tom... 
the fuck was his name? Tom Hardy. Thank you, James. Fucking guy looks like Tom Hardy. It's like a spitting image of Tom Hardy. This Lou Nixon. Slack said he's ugly on the inside. I'm telling you. These guys are, 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 are going to make a fucking... It's just going to be the XPW men's calendar. And on the cover, I'll have Slack and Lou and Lattimar. And they'll all be wearing... Like the jock strap and then the uh, Timberland boots. And it'll be like outside on a like a beach, like a with rocks and stuff. And they'll be all positioned differently. It'll be the men. <laughs> of XPW. Be fucking hot. Real hot. Slack told me today. He goes. He goes. You got it. You got to release that. He goes. You know how many people are gonna fucking cry when they hear that. I said, well, of course I, I, I gotta release. I gotta fucking release. We gotta put that out. We gotta. The entire match card uh, will be out um, by next week. By next week, you're gonna know everybody. That is part of it. So. Big news. You want to see the best? We give you the best. You want to see... Drake versus the best? Well, that's what we do. So, put that in your fucking calendar. Big Lou, 
versus Drake. Pleasures of the flesh. Kind of like how we did. We are not your kind. And I said, all right, I'm going to give you guys three matches. Really, it doesn't fucking matter what else. Really, it doesn't matter what else we give you. I'm going to give you three matches that if you could put XPW and Rob Black aside, because by saying something is good, that means you have to give me credit, and that's a no-no. I don't know how long ago it was. Somebody told me I could find the cure for cancer and AIDS all in the same day. And I would still be considered an asshole, a jerk-off, a loser, a snuff filmmaker, which is still my favorite. But if you could put that aside... And you are a deathmatch enthusiast. The three matches that we've given you for Pleasures of the Flesh so far are better than 100% of all the other companies putting shit out. Again, and I hate to keep harping on him. But how many fucking times are you going to fucking watch a Hoodfoot match? Or how many times are you going to watch a fucking Eric Ryan match? How many fucking times are you going to watch the Bev match? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How many times are you going to watch Casey Kirk beat up like legitimate badasses? Or at least they're supposed to be badasses. And then sit there and go, oh, this is the greatest show in the world. Get the fuck out of here. I'm giving you straight fire, man. If you're in a goddamn house, I'm burning it down. Like I said, we are not your kind. I give you schlack and necro. Big Joe and Younger. Ludark Snow. Come on, man. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. That bullshit. And we're not done. We're not done. We're not done. So. We're not done. So put it in your goddamn calendar. And I don't want to. Necessarily. uh, Stooge a lot off. But. I will say this. 
Big Lou will be a regular. Just like Big Fucking Joe. So, put it in your goddamn calendar. Big Fucking Lou Nixon. One-on-one. With Drake fucking Younger. Pleasures of the flesh. If you haven't gotten your goddamn tickets yet, you better get them. And we're going to have big news. Very soon. About the streaming service. And what might be headed to that streaming service as it pertains to pleasures of the flesh. We're going to be right back after a quick message from our good friends at the WWE. That way you guys can uh, spread the word. Spread the word. Big Lou. Versus Drake Younger. Pleasures of the flesh.
we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children above the age of 18. You know, so today, and it's funny, today, on the deathmatch boards, there was a lot of drama. Now, I don't get caught up too much into the boards, even though Minz calls me a troll. I'm definitely not a troll. I don't go on as much as everyone else does. So, when I do go on, and I happen to hit on something that catches my eye, I might Make a comment. So, Minz was busting my balls because he did a post about um, um, the show and feeling comfortable enough to bust my balls for about 25 to 30 minutes about fireworks at the venue. And just fucking, just really bust my balls about wanting to basically blow shit up at the fucking venue. <laughs> and I didn't comment. But I commented at some point when somebody said they liked the production and I gave it a like. So I haven't heard the end of it. He's already like fucking busting my balls probably four different times about that. Not liking or or not commenting, but liking somebody's post on the production end or or how it looked and the fact that we light the place up, which I know it's it's taboo to say you like WWE, but. I've always been on the side of the WWE and everything brightly lit. The whole let's make it look like a fucking dingy club was never my thing. Just like having the fans packed around the ring, pounding on the apron was never my thing. But you guys do realize... That that whole thing shields a smaller crowd. Gives it a more intimate feeling and makes it look like there's tons of people there. Just not into it. I think a lot of that going against what traditional wrestling has always been or always is is a fad 
And eventually all of those fads go by the wayside. Just like Beanie Babies and Cabbage Patch Dolls. And everything always comes back to meat and potatoes. Maga Tyler from Chicago said, that's one of the reasons why the neckbeards hate XPW, because you won't let them bang on the ring canvas. I mean, it is funny watching all of these shows. And these guys with the neckbeards just banging away on the fucking, you know, chanting whatever company. They're just banging and banging. It's like, what the fuck? It's like... It's like, look at us, we're so different, we're so cool, this is our thing. Okay, great. Rock on, bro. So I don't follow the boards. I'm not saying I don't, per se, go on there, but I'm not, like, overly engaged. Chad will be like, oh, did you see this? And he'll send it to me, and I'll be like, oh, that's great, or slack, or, you know. But when I do go on, and I'll, you know, go down that rabbit hole. And one of the rabbit holes I went on was one of the neckbeards talking about XPW talent and how he's upset that you won't be able to see Drake Younger wrestling various other quote-unquote deathmatch wrestlers. That's their gripe with XPW because you know my policy. Rather it's Jersey, rather it's LA or wherever else we decide we're going to go into. Florida, Atlanta, Texas. And some of these neckbeards are upset because they won't be able to see a Drake Younger or even now a Schlack Wrestling, their favorite deathmatch wrestler in their favorite promotion. And it's not fair. It's not fair. And I kind of chuckle. Actually, I don't kind of chuckle. I, I laugh out loud. And I think to myself... None of these people have real jobs. 
that are in any type of competitive, like, thing, you know? And I know we've talked about this. Months and months and months ago. But the notion that, again, only in the deathmatch world but this notion that nothing should be special. The talent shouldn't be special. They shouldn't be treated special. They shouldn't be treated like an attraction. And they should be able to watch Whoever, rather it's Big Joe or, or, or Drake or Schlack, wrestle for XPW on a Saturday, H2O on a Sunday, no, Danny on a Sunday, HTO, H2O for Fan Appreciation Day on a Monday for five bucks a ticket. Listen, you fucking realize. Let me just throw this out there. You fucking realize that when the promoter's charging five fucking dollars, that talent is working for free. You fucking realize that. You fucking realize when a promoter is charging ten fucking dollars. That none of that talent is making any fucking money. You realize that. It's just a giant hippie commune. You fucking realize that. What makes anything special if you could see this talent on everybody's goddamn show? What makes it special? What makes them special? Only in the deathmatch community. Schlack made a little joke and it was kind of similar to what I said to the men's. Schlack said, I'm so mad that I can't see Hulk Hogan wrestle the body because Hogan is under contract still. WWE is such a piece of shit. Nobody ever says anything. As it pertains to fucking Kevin Owens. I wish Kevin Owens would just come and fight Matt Tremont. I want to see Roman Reigns against Danny D'Amato in the chase. It's... Just fucking bizarre. It's absolutely fucking bizarre. And obviously these people don't work in a competitive field. And you know what I told Minz? 
I, I said, yeah. If these neckbeards want to see their stars or their favorites wrestle Schlack and Drake, then they have to come to XPW. It's amazing how that is, isn't it? It it's amazing, right? I mean, I got to imagine, duh, isn't that the concept of WCW taking WWE wrestlers, or I don't know, AEW taking WWE wrestlers, or ah, uh, maybe. Brett Lauderdale, the great Brett Lauderdale and GCW using John Moxley? I don't know, is it that the fucking concept? Isn't that the goddamn concept? So if you want to see Schlack or you want to see Drake Younger and you're in the Jersey area and you want Drake Younger to fight Hoodfoot, we want to see Drake Younger beat up Hoodfoot. Well, drop us a line, lobby the front office. And maybe we'll bring Hoodfoot in to get the living shit beat out of him by Drake. How's that? But you're not going to get Drake. Or you're not going to get Schlack anymore. To walk into some piece of shit show in Jersey... And wrestle. And if you are mad because of that, you are forbidden to watch, listen, or be part of XPW. And if you are thinking about it and you're upset because I'm pushing you away, fuck you. Get the fuck away. Because you're stupid. And you're too stupid to understand the way life is. You're too stupid to understand how business is. Just sit in your fucking basement and play your stupid fucking video game. Because the best part is, there has to be a portion of the neckbeards that watch AEW. Or AEW... Wouldn't bring Nick Gage on there to wrestle Chris Jericho. With the hope that they would get some neckbeards turned on to AEW. And maybe they would stick around a little. yet none of them seem to have a fucking issue with we'd love to see Nick Cage 
wrestle in a death match against a commercial AEW or WWE star. Remember how excited the death match community was when Nick Gage got that platform? Remember how they were all coming on themselves? Remember that? Oh, we've arrived. We've made it. Oh, look at us. Look at us, everybody. Deathmatch Wrestling has arrived. It's Nikki Gage. Oh, oh, look. Yeah. Nick Gage for AEW Wrestling. Chris fucking Jericho. And not one person said, uh, why isn't Chris Jericho go wrestle for Danny D'Amato? Stupid assholes. They brought Nikki Gage in to have a death match with Chris Jericho. The deathmatch community was perfectly fine. And then guess what? Nikki Gage went back to fucking GCW or whatever the fuck he's doing. That was it. Oh, but Nikki Gage is coming back. No, he's not. What are you, stupid? That was one and done. One and done. It's business. Sorry, guys. And I know there's a whole bunch of neckbeards that listen to this show. It's called fucking business. If you're in Jersey and you want to see Ludark Shaitan, guess what? You got to go to an XPW show. Don't cry. Don't whine. Don't say it's not fair. It's not fair. This is so wrong. What Rob Black does is wrong. And this is all I did that got heat back in 20 years ago. And what is it that has gotten heat with everybody now? Rob Black is trying to run XPW, I don't know, like a fucking business. And he's trying to make the wrestlers be some type of commodity and something special. Kind of like when WWE only gives you Brock Lesnar like once a fucking month. It's special. You know, with 
Danzig and Schlack doing their thing. I see people posting old Danzig clips of him shooting on me and things of that nature. And I know the men's even tried to reach out to him. So did some other people about doing something at XPW. And Danzig is still salty about 20 some odd years ago. But the best part is the saltiness really had nothing to do with me on a personal level. But Danzig and that front office made it a personal issue. Just like jumping ahead 20 years. I never made it a personal issue with some of the promoters in Jersey. They made it a personal issue. When I said to Schlack, Schlack, you can't work that show in L.A. And that became, we're going to go online and we're going to bitch and moan about Rob Black and subtly call him names. Business. I was protecting business. Was it personal? Danzig, his whole bone of contention was, I was at the XPW arena. I made a deal to lease the entire arena out and freeze anybody else that wanted to come there. Call it the XPW arena and make it special for XPW. That's not fucking personal. That's business. Danzig decided to make it personal. When you bring ex-workers from our company onto your show and give them a microphone and tell them to cut a promo on me, that's personal. That has nothing to do with business. That was the case 20 years ago, and that's the case now. It's not business. Having homeless Jimmy go to the ring and cut a promo on me? That's fucking personal. Ain't business. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. All of the neck beards and all of these half-assed promoters get bent. 
because they hit me. Not expecting that my retaliation is going to be as hard as it is. And then when it is, they cry. And they complain. And it's like, listen, if you would have just shut your fucking mouth... All of this drama would be avoided. If you would do you, worry about your shit, all the drama would be avoided. If you want to have wrestlers that are exclusive and special to you, then make deals with them. I'm not a bad guy for saying to the boys, hey, I'm going to make a deal with you, and this is what I want you to do, and this is what I will do for you. And if you, as a neckbearder, are upset by that, You, my friend, you, my friend, have bigger problems in life. You have bigger problems in life. That's, you know, (laughs) there's nothing I can do about that. You have bigger problems in life. If you don't understand and can't conceptualize that I'm not doing anything nefarious or even that special. I'm taking a group of wrestlers and I'm saying to them, you guys are great. I think you have... The it factor. I think you are people that can draw money. Whatever that means in this day and age. And I want you to be exclusive to me. Now, I know I don't have a bankroll to say, oh, Bob Schmo in Michigan wants to book you. And they're going to pay you what I pay you? Well, I don't want you to work that show. So instead, I'll give you that money. I don't have a fucking bankroll to do that with nine wrestlers. I have the bankroll to do that with two territories. And it's the two territories that we run. And I say... I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z. I'm going to do this for you. And in turn, you're going to do this for me. Very fucking simple. There's nothing nefarious. And there's nothing really special about it. All the promoters in Jersey can do that. 
So if anything, you neckbearders and you little fucking crybabies, you should be mad at them. You shouldn't be mad at me. You should be mad at them. If you are so goddamn upset because you're never going to be able to see Brandon Kirk wrestle Drake Younger, you should be upset at Danny and Matt Treedmont and any other Jersey promoter that can't step up and go, you know what? Drake, what does Rob Black pay you? Well, he pays me X, Y, and Z. And he guarantees me these X amount of dates. Well, I'm going to pay you double. And guarantee you double those dates. And then guess what? Drake comes to me and goes, Rob, I was just offered this deal. Can you at least match it? You know what, Drake? I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. And then Drake goes and wrestles for your all's favorite deathmatch company. That ain't my fucking fault. It's the same thing for Schlack. It ain't my fucking fault. And in Schlack's case, guess what? It's not like the motherfucker hasn't been trolling around in the deathmatch jersey fucking wrestling scene for the last few years. It's not like he hasn't bled buckets of blood for these fucking jack-offs. These idiots had every opportunity to go to Schleck. Hey man, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make you the focal point of my company. I'm gonna pay you this. I'm gonna put the strap on you. I'm gonna protect you. And we're gonna go places. It ain't my fucking fault that your favorite Deathmatch promoters didn't do that. And you're mad at me? You have the balls and the audacity to be mad at me? Go fuck yourself. How's that? Not only go fuck yourself, go fuck your mother. How's that? You don't deserve XPW. You know what you deserve? You deserve exactly what you're going to watch. The same two jack-offs hitting each other in the head with a fucking light tube. That's what you get. That's it. Stupid assholes.
I know. I had to 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 re ignite this. But it's just fucking perplexing. It really is. It's just fucking perplexing. This isn't a commune. This isn't Russia. It's a fucking business. And the wrestling business is hard enough. And when you look at all the product that's out there, with the exception of us, can you really can, can you really tell the difference? And how is that good? How is that good? If you have X amount of companies and you can't tell the difference between one from the other. Because they all use the exact same guys. How is that good? I mean, in that case, Listen, if in that case, if all of you guys are into unity and kumbaya and let's fucking share, then H2O, the motto, ultraviolet underground, and the two or three other fucking deathmatch companies are out, all of them should just get together, run all their shows, at Tremont's building, call it whatever. What what you know? We are Deathmatch fucking the Greats, whatever company, and they'll all get together. They have one company, one champion, and now every single fan that goes to all of those shows. They were all go just to the one show. And they could run every fucking week. And with all of that power, guess what? You could crush XPW. With all of that power and all of that clout? Shit. Now it'd be easy to go to Schlack and say, Schlack, we're stealing you away. Because now this great big empire that we have, we want you every week. And we're going to pay you what Rob pays you every week. What do you think about that, Drake? Necro? Big fucking Joe? Loot Dark Shadon? And now guess what, guys? Guess what? XPW... And Rob Black will slither away. 
And maybe I'll get into midget wrestling. Or foxy boxing. Simple. Simple. Because let's face it. Without actually trying to create some exclusivity with wrestlers. That's all that's out there. Is the same wrestler being recycled over and over and over again. For a company that just slaps a different logo on it. And whoever the owner is also happens to be a worker. And that's the only identity. So, there you go. There's your big there's your big business idea from your good old friendly scumbag Rob Black. All you guys should get together and start one big company. Yo, shit, you take me and GCW out just like that. Come on. And now all of you guys and all of your fans will get that total, you know, commune hippie vibe. Come on, it's not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. That's what you guys want. We'll get to it. Until then, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And that's putting on great shows. Trying to get Fresh wrestlers trying to create cool gimmicks, cool stories to engage the audience. If you don't like storylines, then I guess XPW is not for you. If you don't like an effort on our part to get you emotionally invested into some aspects of our product, we're not for you. If you don't want moves or you don't want any type of wrestling and you just want two guys to go as fast as they can to pick up a light tube and smash the other one in the head, then I guess we're not for you. But we're going to keep doing what we do. And every month, we're going to strive to get better. I remember a year ago when we started this journey, and I kept saying XPW is for the forgotten wrestling fan. And I've seen a couple people say XPW reminds me of 90's wrestling. 
Tom Lattimore today. I sent him a promo video that is up right now. And he said it was so 20 years ago. It was so 90s. I love it. You might not like 90s wrestling, but guess what? In a sea of wrestling companies all looking exactly alike, guess what? That's what stands us out from the pack. That's what stands us out from the pack. The feel, the attitude. I seen another person on Twitter comment about the Miss Extreme contest at Pleasures of the Flesh. And they said, can't wait to see the fallout from this. Exactly. Because in this day and age... Nobody has a girl go to the ring with a bikini top on and her tits practically falling out. That is so 90s. Yes. And is anybody else doing it? No. That's the fucking point. Is everybody else having 250 pound wrestlers? That look like they're 14 years old. Do every high spot known to man. And kick out. Of every single fucking finish. Yeah. That's all. That you see. On the indie scene. XPW is here to stay. And we're just getting started, motherfuckers. We're just getting started. It's Rob Black's Rob Black Show. You guys are the best as always. I love you. I will see you guys tomorrow as always. Fun Friday, we're going to have Hardcore Hillbilly telling us a story about Lindsay and tattooing. We'll see if we can hear from Schlack. I'm sure he will be able to Enlighten us with something. At least he could talk to us about his upcoming show that has a whole bunch of XPW guys on it. And I know, I know. Hey, Rob, it's Florida. The boys are allowed to go to Florida. I get it. I just find it funny 
that we just had a show four days ago. And everybody is still buzzing about the show. And now there's a show that's trying to get the rub from the buzz right down to Ron fucking Nimi, for Christ's sakes. But anyways, funny shit. Twelve black. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I think tomorrow is gonna be big action. And side note. If you're going to fucking have a special dinner and hype it up online and charge people a hundred bucks, don't you think maybe you can have the event at a different place than a Chinese buffet? I mean, we make fun of hardcore hillbilly and calling him a fucking hillbilly. But Jesus Christ, man. I mean, that takes the cake of the world of being a fucking hillbilly. I mean, that's beyond the hillbilly. It's like straight up. I don't even know. But come on, man. $100 to hang out at a Chinese restaurant, a buffet with Glenn Danzig. How much is that buffet? 18 bucks, maybe? Fuck. Is it that easy? All right, we're going to have a big dinner. With the stars of XPW. I'm going to charge people 150 bucks. And I'm going to take them to the fucking. I don't know. Shake Shack. or <laughs> the, the Golden Corral. How's that? We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace and love. Cat, start cooking dinner. Fucking starving. Let's go.